the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next two hours, you're stuck with me. However, if you have a car problem, a car question, if you got an estimate you're not you're concerned about, um, if you have anything to do with should I buy this car or that car, or when should I change my oil, those kinds of questions are right there in our, our wheelhouse. So if you want to give us a call, now's the time. The phone number is real simple. It's 602-508-0960. 0960 is because that's our call letters, 960, the Patriot, KKNT. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. At Quality Transmission, they don't have different grades of repair. You always get their best effort. They're not the cheapest. They're not the most expensive. They're right there in the middle, but they really do quality work. Over 90% of their business is from repeat customers and customers' referrals, and they're pretty proud of that. They're a member of the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association, which means that when you have work done there, your car and the transmission work they did is warranted wherever you go because that network of automatic transmission rebuilders is all over the United States. So Quality Transmission has been serving the East Valley since 1977. They're on McClintock, just north of University, between University and the 202 off McClintock. And they're a good, good transmission shop. Been around a long time. I know Bob personally, and I wouldn't send you there if I thought he was going to take advantage of you. And he sure hasn't done that in many, many years. As a matter of fact, he's probably never done that. All right, sitting next to me is Phil Verdugo. Um, Phil Verdugo is a guy that I walked into my house this morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Let me put your microphone oh, a little closer. Good morning. Phil is my son-in-law, and um, Phil, came, Phil came into my family's life two or three years ago um, when he started dating my youngest daughter, Andy. And um, he's the most. He's the the high in our family he has more education than any 10 of us put together <laughs> and, and I, tell, I tell people and he doesn't like when i say this but i tell people that phil has a master's degree in special education issues which fits my family perfectly <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> you're, you're a godsend for for me and my family <laughs> and, and oh. my kids my wife and all that kind of stuff <laughs> oh, man. and 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 uh, and and phil works in the school districts your your, your job what what do you say to people when they say what do you do oh i uh i a special education teacher okay and most people you know like to think that's a miracle worker or you you know you're just a godsend and all that but at the end of the day i just you know I, it's just it truly is a blessing just to be able to help at least you know a few students of mine and and making that impact is is every difference in the world so and 
and I, I I would imagine that you have something to do with what their curriculum is and which direction they go, and and, and I'm sure that there's not two of them are the same, two kids that have uh, deficiencies or whatever you call them, whatever the proper word is. Definitely. But have you now that you've had this opportunity, um, have you analyzed me appropriately and, and determined the curriculum I <laughs> Well, you know, I think I need to continue my education to, to crack that one, but I think we're off to a good start. <laughs> All right, folks. I, I, now, we're, together we're going to tell a story. Okay. Okay, together we're going to tell a story. Um I'll, I'll I'll kind of start, and you you just jump in and fill right. in. So one day, um, after Phil's been dating Andy for a very very long time, he calls me up and he says, you know, I was wondering if I could stop by on Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. And I and I said, yeah yeah sure, come on by. So I'm not really quite sure, but as the day wears on, I'm thinking to myself, okay. So Phil shows up and his palms are sweaty, and um, he's he's doing a little bit of shaking and. Uh, and we sit down at the kitchen table, and my wife's there, and I'm there, and and, um, and you can tell that I can tell that you have rehearsed this <laughs> uh, several times in the mirror. <laughs> but let me tell you, the mirror—you know—there's a difference between the mirror in real life, and the mirror doesn't do real life justice. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, Phil, you start your your presentation, yep. and uh, and I'm 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 listening, and and I'm and I'm I'm good with everything. And then you ask for um, if it, for our permission, Renee and my permission to to marry our daughter Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you want to fill it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly where where I cut off, and it was it got from real nervous to extremely nervous um, because when I asked for your daughter's hand in marriage. Um, <laughs> you stopped me, and I was like, "Well, this wasn't part of the rehearsal plan in the mirror. I didn't plan for uh, to be stopped in the middle of this." And next thing I know, I get a, a silver, a silver barrel, double gauge shotgun, twelve gauge shotgun, double barrel, pointed right at me and asking me. That's not true. <laughs> this is what happened. You're, you're, you're there, and I and I go, give me that again, and I give you a, a stern look. Yes. And you said, I, I want to marry your daughter, Andy. And I said, just a minute. So I go into to the bedroom, and I come out with a chrome double-barrel shotgun that's called a coach gun. It has real short barrels, and it's the kind of shotgun that the people uh, – had in Tombstone yep, as they rode on, on stagecoaches. That's it right. was the guard. It's called a coach gun for That's that reason. So I, I set the coach gun down yeah. and I, I and, and 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 my wife at this point is going crazy. <laughs> yes. She's using bad words. <laughs> and I set the gun down and it's not pointed at you. I never pointed at you and I set it down and I put my hands on the table and I got close to your face and I said, Now give me that a gun Exactly. And and so what are you thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking I I need to I need to get out of there but <laughs> Oh, like I already asked. I gotta ask again. <laughs> I've never been so scared in my life. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so, so, so you ask me again, and I yes. say yes. Yes. And I say it's it's with great pleasure that, that Renee and I say yes. And then I open the shotgun, show right. you it's not it's not loaded. It's not loaded. Yeah. And um and I and I and then really, folks, I. People talk about that all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, they talk about it all the Definitely. time. I wanted to make it really special for you. Right. I, so I, what I want to hear from you is, is what did you say to your dad? <laughs> I wish I would have brought an extra pair of shorts because I needed change. <laughs> what did your dad say? No, my, my dad, my dad. if I could only see his face because I called my parents right afterwards, and they're, what did he say? What did they say? They're all interested. And, and I go, well, they said yes, but 
there's you know a little spin on it and i gotta just tell you what 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 exactly happened like well what do you mean and i shared with them about the shotgun and everything and having to ask again and and uh if i could only see their faces through the phone i'd imagine their eyes would have been bopping out of their head because they're like what <laughs> no now your mom and dad are yeah. kind of the opposite of me and renee right <laughs> yeah i mean we're talking right your mother is me. Yes. Okay. Yes, and so yes. in my family, I'm known as Jack the Ripper, and <laughs> and your mother would be comparable. Yes. <laughs> and then and then Renee is known as Snow White, which would be your father. Right. So your mother and I always sit together at family functions, <laughs> so so we can cover one another. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Perfect match. <laughs> you know, I I said to your dad, we married the wrong people, buddy. <laughs> you should have married Snow White, and I should have married <laughs> that heathen you call your wife. Seriously. <laughs> He says, no, the one of you would be dead in 30 days. <laughs> That's, I don't think they'd make it past a week. <laughs> anyway, so um, so a year and a half later, uh, Andy ends up pregnant, and... Uh, and um and I I told you last week that um I'm uh, you found out that the baby is going to be a girl a little girl mm -hmm. JJ and um and so I I told you I'm going to give you that shotgun mm -hmm. because um I think you might want to use it at the appropriate time when JJ Suter comes That's right. And then you can pass it on to him yes. <laughs> if he has a girl and if he's still around. And if he's still around. <laughs> but you know it it I never meant any harm. Oh, no, no, and, no, and, not uh, at all. It was I wanted to give you something to, to talk about, to, to tell your friends. And, Absolutely. And it, it made it real. That It just kind of memorialized that whole day for Absolutely. both of us. But you know, you don't know, or I, I don't know if you know, but after you left, um, I spent a good 20 minutes getting my ass chewed. <laughs> I mean to tell you, uh, she used words I didn't think Snow White had in her vocabulary. <laughs> what were you thinking, you? Dot, 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 dot. And I said, yeah. let the dust settle and see what happens. Yeah. And no, so um, it, it turned out fun, and, yeah. and we laugh about it. But you know, I'm, I'm a, you're, a, you're, a, I couldn't have picked a, a better husband for my oh, daughter Andy. So, and I'm blessed to be a part of the family as well. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a good thing, because I didn't, you know, I, I really. Renee goes, what would have happened if he would have just got up and walked out? And I go, you know, I didn't have that plan. <laughs> I, hadn't, I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about it that far in advance. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, so you you stay right here. Right. If you got any car issues, you just pop in here. And, and, and who was our first caller? Adam. Good morning, Adam. Thank you for letting me tell that story. It's uh, people will actually really understand that I'm actually half bubble off crazy. But anyway, I'm ready to help you, buddy. Yeah, I uh, purchased a vehicle, and uh, the owner didn't know when the last oil change was, and uh, there's no like digital display that shows this. So I was wondering, is there like an indicator that it would tell me when I need to change it? Well, it depends. Uh, it, there could be an oil maintenance light or some kind of maintenance needed light. On the dashboard, and when yeah, you turn it, I look it keeps for that. It actually doesn't have one. I, I went to the, the displays on that. Okay, so for thirty-five, forty dollars, just go have the oil change and put a sticker on it and be done with it, because you know it doesn't really make any difference at this point. Um, you don't know how old that oil is, and so why not? Why don't we just start new ourselves? Okay, I, I was just being so, cheap. I wasn't sure if I could like test it with my fingers or color. No, like no. No, uh, it really and truly, Adam. If if that were if 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 that were something, you know, there'd be a whole bunch of experts out there that do it. But but I don't know anybody that can taste it, lick it, smell it, look at it, and tell you whether it's good or not. And 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 actually, I'm an oil expert. I've been trained by Valvoline, and 
and um, and so I, I know a little bit more about the average bear, but there's just no way I could tell you that. Unless, of course, you pulled the dipstick and it looked like wet sand, and then I could come to the conclusion that you need to have your oil changed. But um, I, I'm pretty sure that's not it. How many miles are on it? Um, about 18,000. Oh. Oh, well, I mean, that's good. It's a brand-new car, virtually. And there's a good chance that they've been in probably three times for service. And even though he couldn't tell, and even if he didn't, if he has synthetic oil in it, then he's he's already done one oil change, maybe at the 9,000 mark, and then we go to the 10,000, or then we go another to the 18,000. So one way or another, um, if if you go with conventional oil, you have a three to 4,000 mile oil change. If you go with a semi-synthetic or a blended oil, then you can go from five to seven, five to eight. And then if you go with a full synthetic, then you can go from eight to about, I'm comfortable with 12, but not more than 12. So okay. it's really a matter of you can you can tailor. How many miles are you going to drive this car a year? Um, probably uh, uh, seven nine. Okay, so I just change it once a year, and I change it in April or May, and I'd use the synthetic oil, and I'd be done with it. Just do it okay. once a year, right before summer. Go through summer with fresh oil, okay? Okay, cool. Sounds good. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Renee's already tried to call my cell phone twice. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in just a few minutes. Hi, I'm Mark Walters, host of Armed American Radio. As freedom-loving Americans, I don't have to remind you that our Second Amendment rights are under withering attack. With the help of the mainstream media, the Obama administration is demonizing you. For the truth about your right to keep and bear arms, make sure to tune in to me, Mark Walters, on Armed American Radio, heard right here every week. Armed American Radio, every Sunday from 10 to midnight, on your home for intelligent talk, 960 The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. You've heard other shows, but now it's time to get the retirement intelligence you want. Intelligence that's innovative and strategic in its thinking, aimed at minimizing risk and maximizing enjoyment. That's Retirement Intelligence with Tom Bruckner. Listen every Saturday afternoon at 5 and Sunday morning at 6, right here on 960 The Patriot. That's Retirement Intelligence with Tom Bruckner, a strategic asset conservation. Listen every weekend to Retirement Intelligence with Tom Bruckner, right here on 960 The Patriot. America. Welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. 
Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. Mark Salem here. Phil Verdugo is my sidekick for today. He's my son-in-law. If I could have bought, or not bought, but if I could have <laughs> built a son-in-law, it would have been you, son. Thank you. This portion of Unleashed is brought to you by IMM Auto Service. They've been fixing cars right and caring for their customers since 1972. That's a common denominator in the shops that I refer to you as. These guys have been in business a long time, 1972. Why would you choose IMM Auto Service? Well, they're going to prioritize your work. They're going to offer you a to-the-penny estimate, including tax, and perf- and they're only going to perform the work you authorize and the work you need. You're going to get a warranty. They have ASE master technicians. They work on domestic and imports, but they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian. So if you have a Volvo, a Saab, a Fiat, or an Alfa Romeo, then you really need to know where IMM Auto Service is at in the northeast quadrant of Tempe. So if you have those kinds of cars, Swedish, Italian, Asians, may I suggest you get to know IMM Auto Service in Tempe. All right, let's go to the phones real quick. Troy, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yes, I got a, uh, 19, uh, uh, I got a 2004 Chevy Avalanche. And the problem I'm having with this, if my light comes on, says service airbag. Okay. And and what's happening is is that the computer has lost sight of one of the airbags, and it's probably the one <clears throat> in the steering wheel. How many miles do you have on the Avalanche? I got uh, 127,000 miles. Okay. Now you can imagine. I want you to picture this. I've got to have wires that connect to a steering wheel that spins, right? Right. So what we have is what we have. A, it's called a clock spring. And there's this device underneath the steering wheel that lets you turn all the way left and all the way right, but it keeps the steering wheel connected. Now, about six, seven out of ten times when we have a high-mileage car and we have an airbag light on, the clock spring is bad underneath the steering wheel. And it takes special tools to get it out. If you don't do it right and you pop the airbag, you just cost yourself a thousand twelve hundred dollars. 
So it's really important that whoever does this clock spring knows what they're doing, and it better be somebody in a shop because if they do pop the airbag, then they owe you the airbag. So it is something that needs highly technical people and highly technical skills. But let me ask you this. Every morning I want you to park the steering wheel in a different spot. Does that make sense to you? Yes. So every night, every night when you park it, park the steering wheel in a different spot, and then don't touch the steering wheel. Just turn the key on, start the car, don't touch the steering wheel, and I'll bet you can find a sweet spot where the light goes out. That means the connection is being made. Now, once you determine that if I park the steering wheel this way and the light goes out, it comes on like it should and goes out, you know, and then as soon as I start turning the steering wheel, the light comes back on. You have diagnosed it as the clock spring, and you've just saved yourself 75 to $150 worth of diagnostics. Okay. So just practice that. You're going you're gonna to say, I hope you say something like this to your shop. In the morning, when I park my steering wheel, instead of at 3 o'clock, 9 o'clock, I park it to the left at 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock. And then in the morning, I start it up, the airbag light comes on, then it goes off, and it stays off. And then when I drive down the road, all of a sudden it comes back on, and and you've tied it to the movement of the steering wheel. The shop's going to hug you. So that's the kind of stuff we never get. But anyway, that's what you do. That's what you do for it. You're talking about a clock spring, but don't tell them it, the diagnosis. You make them make the diagnosis. But I'm betting it's going to be the clock spring. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very all much. Right. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Jake. Or you're welcome, Troy. Thank you, Jake. You're up next, buddy. What can we do for you? Well. I've got an old one silhouette mini, uh, Oldsmobile silhouette minivan. And about a year ago, year, over a year ago, the transmission went out and I took it over to quality. Well, okay. just before it went out, I mean, got started getting funny. I got a new battery and I was wondering, would that have anything to do with the transmission going funny? No, no, but I'll tell you what happens to the transmission. Yeah. The transmission learns your foot, that, and, 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 and if you accelerate gently, the transmission will shift gently. Uh-huh. If you accelerate hard, like my wife does, she drives like she's in the Indianapolis 500 all the time, yeah. <clears throat> then it's going to shift it hard. Uh-huh. So the transmission learns the habits of the drivers. So when you change the battery, you erase that, that software, you, you, not the software, you erase that history. So the transmission has to relearn the drivers. Uh-huh. So it's not uncommon when somebody changes the batteries for them to say the transmission is shifting different, shifting different, shifting different. Oh, it's better after a week. And that's because the transmission is learned. Uh-huh. But if you lose a gear, then no, it not, has nothing to do with the battery. It has to do with internal components of the transmission. Oh, because I took it to quality and they, and they checked it all out and they had to do something. They had to do quite a bit to it. They didn't do a complete overhaul. They just... He repaired it, and it cost me $2,100. Yeah, it, it, it's not because you replaced the battery. Okay. I it's not. It it's it, a coincidence or something. It, it, it was. It was. Okay. All righty. Good luck to you. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. You betcha. Um, and my, Michael. Michael, you're up next. How can I help you today? Good morning, Mark. I have a 2000 Buick Century, and uh, I spent the last five years uh, driving 4,000 miles a year only around Mesa. The uh, cabin filter is kind of a hassle to get to. It's, you have to take off the wiper. Uh, do you think I should, uh, after five years, do you think I should replace the cabin filter or just leave it? No, I, I, I'm thinking when you take it out, you're going to be really glad you changed it. Okay. 
And do you change the filters and the air conditioning filters in your house? Yeah. Okay. Um, when you change that that cabin filter, it's going to look a lot worse than your your air conditioning works in your filters in your house. And for this reason, it's it's exposed to leaves and dust and dirt and and bugs and and snot and everything else out there in the car. And and as a result of that, inside your house, you know, we don't have all that all that byproducts. All we have is dust inside the house. So it, it's an issue that yeah, it's a good idea. And, and, and once you do it, I promise you the next time you do it will take you half the time. You just kind of have to learn how to do it. Thank you for answering my question. All right. Thank you, Michael. Good luck to you. 602-508-0960. I think the lines are wide open, right, Jeremy? Gary? Uh, Gary, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. Well, great to hear from you. <laughs> I hear you a lot on driving home from uh, uh, meetings. Um, question. I'm inter- interested in buying or uh, considering buying um, a car. A Cadillac XLR, and uh, it'll be a second car. Probably drive it three, four thousand miles a year. Uh, I'm not an abuser. I'm old. I'm a senior citizen, but this is a fun car for me. Um, your advice on that? And another question. Okay, I, I think the Cadillac line is a nice. Uh, I think on a one to ten scale, it's an eight and a half or a nine. Um, I like Cadillacs. I like the GM products. I don't want to get into a discussion about GM borrowing money from the government, which always happens. Um, if you like that car, then um, you, if you're a, if you're a senior, uh, if like me, um, then just go buy what makes you happy. Um, the 3,000 miles a year, three or 4,000 miles a year is like one oil change a year. It'll take you forever to even get into the maintenance program of that car. Um, I would do my best to use it for long trips when I could. So if the wife wants to go to the outlet stores down in Casa Grande, then take the XLR. Hmm. And um, so it's just what I don't, I, I, I think you're going to do a disservice to the car if you use it for short trips, only short trips, 3,000, 4,000 miles a year, and only short trips. I, I really think that's not going to bode well, and, and I think you're going to run into problems at 50,000, 60,000 miles because of the short trip kind of syndrome. So just use it, you know, for long trips if you can, and um, I, I find no fault with that. I, I would, uh, you know, if you were my brother and and, and that's what you wanted, I, I wouldn't dissuade you. I just one thing I understand uh, that they tend to use a little oil because of the way the rings are set. Uh, does that sound familiar to you? And if so, uh, how do I deal with that? Well, it, that's a that's a. Um, <laughs> It's, uh, you know what, I'm going to take a break, and when I come back, you stay right there. When I come back, we'll answer that. We'll be right back. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer 
but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hello, I'm Tom Brown with Mike Aliyah from Benefit Air. Mike, many listeners have heard me tell the story how Benefit Air came to my aid when I was chief engineer here at the station, you know, all day, every day. But what people do not know is the story about how Benefit Air kept me from moving. It's true, I live in a top four condo built in the 60s, almost no insulation, cinder block walls, and in the heat of the summer, Sometimes we couldn't get the temp below 85 degrees. Mary had had it. Time to move, she said. Well, I called you at Benefit Air. You sent Ken over to take a look. He discovered that we were wasting our cooling capacity by cooling the attic. Ken redesigned the system, moving the air handler from the ceiling to the closet. And wow, what a difference. (laughs) Hey, I'm so glad we could help you and Mary, Tom. To find out how Benefit Air can help you with your cooling and heating needs, call us at 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229, or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of choosing Benefit Air. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. I want to tell you real quick about Thompson's Auto Repair, and I'll tell you what's special about Thompson's Auto Repair. First of all, they're the only shop in Mesa that's, that's requested and passed all the the filters we run them through so i'm really proud of thompson's because he's been on our list for a very long time and because brian and thelma are really really good people they're on main street just east of stapley and brian says that for right now and for the near future he has a he has a towing company and he says for 35 dollars we'll tow you anywhere from mesa in mesa to mesa so within the city of mesa from one place to the other it's 35 dollars up to five miles after your five free miles, you'll be charged $3 a mile. 
He also says that if we tow your car or truck to our shop and your repair exceeds $150, excluding tires and batteries, your tow is free. So two things. You can use Thompson's Towing to move your car from point A to point B in Mesa to within Mesa, or you can have your car towed in for repairs, and like I said, if it's over $150, that excludes tires and batteries, your tow is no charge. So Brian and Thelma are good people. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing since 1970. They're on Stapley, just east of Stapley, on Main Street. On Main Street, just east of Stapley. Okay, uh, we got Gary. Gary, on your Cadillac, the oil consumption issue um, is pretty widespread on the Internet, but I can't find anything from a technical nature that supports this deal. But let me tell you how I would handle that if I were you. First of all, let me tell you that there's a lot of profit in Cadillacs, and so I suggest you shop, and here's the, here's the criteria. What percentage of discount will you give me off the sticker price? If one guy gives you 5% and one guy gives you 8%, then you don't have to compare option packages. You don't have to say, oh, this one has leather, this one has cloth. You don't have to do that. Just go from a discount. What percentage of discount off the sticker are you going to sell me that car? And the sticker has to have a General Motors logo on it, which means it came from General Motors, and it has to be the sticker for that car. That's number one. So shop the discount. Then two, don't close the deal until you see all the line items on there, because dealers in general, and and specifically some of them, um, in all makes and models, they'll put freight in there that doesn't belong in there. They'll put a $100 dock fee, a $200 dock fee, a $400 dock fee. They'll have a desert protection packages, which we call mop and glow in the industry, all that kind of crap. So you, you say, how much do I have to write my check for to protect yourself? You also say to them, are you aware of any oil consumption problems? And he says yes or no. And you say, I want you to put in writing for me what the minimal acceptable usage is of this car after I break it in. So I have two questions. When is the break-in period? And number two, what's the minimal acceptable oil change, uh, oil consumption rate? They'll t- probably tell you that General Motors says, like all the rest of them, a quarter every 750 miles. And I've said this on the radio many times. You should tell people that before you let them buy your cars because most people would say that's totally unacceptable. In reality, your Cadillac will probably use a quart every 3,000 miles, and that's well within Mark Salem's parameters. That's well within what all my vehicles use. So uh, I, would, I, would, I would handle it in that fashion. Uh, I have a feeling that maybe uh, I missed, uh, make sure I understood you correctly because the car I'm speaking out is an XLR, which is basically the Roadster. And that was yes, made between 2003 and 2009, so the car I'm speaking of would definitely not be new. It would be well broken in by this time. Um, okay. And so, I, you know, the oil issue was just something I thought uh, you mentioned, I think, addressed it when you spoke about uh, short trips. Um, historically, uh, I have two cars, and we always have. My wife went to heaven in April, so it won't be taking her around. But the thing is that, that um, uh, I would just be driving this car for fun, uh, and I have another car, my economy car, a Subaru. And so this car would just be a fun car for me. And it's the, I want the XLR because of the hard top, so I can keep it up most of the time in the summer, those reasons. Uh-huh. But the oil usage was an issue that I thought I would mention in case I, you know, you can say something, well, maybe you don't want this car because. Well, so, where did you, are you buying it from a private party or are you buying it from a dealer? Well, actually, I have a dealer I've talked to who said they could acquire a car for me and run it through their shop and certify it. 
Well, if that's the case, I'll tell you what I did to Henry Brown one time. Um, I, I want, I, I, I thought I wanted to buy a Corvette, and I says, how long can I have that? And he says, will you take care of my car? And I said, yeah. And he goes, as long as you want. I drove it for 10 days. And 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 I, I I think if he finds a car, you say I want you to put that oil on the on the full mark exactly on the full mark, and then why don't you hop in? Do you have any kids in Flagstaff or Tucson or in California or anything like that? <laughs> well, you I know could, what I mean? I could just come up with something. Come up with something to take it for a, a jaunt. Hmm. And and I mean even if you have to drive to Flagstaff or take somebody to the Grand Canyon or do something with the car because you'll be able to run your own quick oil consumption test. You'll be able to rack two or three hundred miles on it in three or four days mm-hmm. and, and and if it's still at the ad mark or still at the full mark um, at the end of three or four hundred miles then I think we're going to be okay but if it did use oil um, to the mention you mentioned like a quarter of 750 miles is that necessarily uh, is that a problem or is it more characteristic of that engine no but it is like a Corvette no. right Yes, it is. Um, it's not characteristic of, of the engine or the Cadillac. There's all kinds of stuff going on right now about oil consumption problems in a wide variety of cars. Ford has theirs. Buick has theirs. Um, General Motors has theirs. Uh, Lexus has theirs. Uh, Mercedes-Benz has theirs. Everybody's going through oil. And here's the real issue. The issue isn't really anything other than we're putting a zero viscosity oil in cars that has a consistency of water, and we haven't quite managed the oil consumption issue. So as we get to closer to water with engine oil, we're going to consume a little bit more oil, and that's something that we need to deal with. And and frankly, I've got some older, i got a big semi-truck that goes through a quart every 500 miles, but it holds 24 quarts of oil, and it has 525,000 miles on it. So I'm not real concerned about that. you got a friend of OPEC so. card with that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Gary, good uh, luck to you, buddy. Question, I'll go. Uh, in the okay. caddy, would I be well advised to use uh, a particular type of oil, like a synthetic or something, if it hasn't already have that in it? No, it, you can go back and forth with synthetic, conventional, and semi-synthetic because the car doesn't know the difference, and that's a bunch of BS when people say once you go to synthetic, you can't go back. That's craziness. Number two, there is going to be a lot of cars out there that will get, and I'm going to use just generic names here. Some people will use Quaker State and, and use oil like crazy, and they'll change to Chevron and not use oil. Some pe- and, and, and so there's cars that drink Quaker State, Valvoline, Chevron, give me some other ones' names. I mean, just yeah. fill in a name, and then people change it, and then it's okay. So, yes, that happens. And so you're just going to find whatever oil you like, whatever oil your shop pours. You're going to talk to them about it. You're going to stick pretty close to the owner's manual with maintenance intervals as well as oil, and you're going to be fine. And Valvoline right, would probably be one of the good ones, right? Yeah, I, yes, I, I pour Valvoline, I pour Chevron, I pour Kendall, I pour Motocraft, and I pour Mobile. And I pour all of those oils because they all come in different viscosities. And I, I, I find comfort in being able to match the oil for the car. So we, if the customer allows us that discretion, we're going to use what we think your car is going to like. So those are the oils I like. Thank you, Gary. Let's go to Craig. Craig, you're up, buddy. How can I help you? question about a radial tire tread separation. Hey, Craig, I, Craig, hold on. Craig, I'm really sorry. i got to put you on hold because I'm two minutes out past the break. So you stay right there because as soon as we get done with the break, I'm coming to you. We'll be right back.
Mike Gallagher warns other GOP candidates not to engage Donald Trump. Why in the world the other candidates feel a need to, to respond angrily? Listen, if you want to roll around in the sandbox with Donald Trump, you're going to get dirt all over yourself. And I don't say that as a put down to Donald Trump. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Dennis Prager at 9, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, When you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Listen every weekday from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. The Patriot.
Welcome back, everybody. 47 minutes after the hour is 10 o'clock. Let me tell you real quick about <clears throat> Kurtz Auto Repair. Kurtz Auto Repair is a great shop at I-17 and Bell in the northeast quadrant of the intersection of I-17 and Bell. But what's really important is, is Kurt recently was rewarded, and he won the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award for 2015 in his classification, which is in, in everybody's classified in with respect to how many employees you have. So Kurtz is a, is a good guy. It's the fact that he was honored with the ethics award says that they agree he's a good guy. And him and his wife and his staff are really, really good people. And you can tell when you listen to them. You can tell when you talk to them. You can tell when they give you estimates. And you can tell when they say, you don't need to do this or this is something that you need to do and here's why. Kurtz Auto Repairs, I-17 and Bell, great place. And if you live in that area and you don't have a shop, may I strongly suggest that you stop by and have Kurtz do an oil change and see how you like them. All righty, let's go back to Craig. Craig, I'm sorry to interrupt you. How can I help you today? Yeah, I had a question about radial tires and tread separation. Um, okay. It's a 1996 Ford F-250 that I keep in absolutely immaculate shape, garage cap, um, do all oil changes every six months, keep it in perfect shape. And I am blowing uh, right rear tires off of it. Um, I buy nothing but absolute top-of-line tires. What brand? brand. Uh, Michelin, XL okay. and okay. then I put a BF Goodrich commercial uh, AP on it. Um, I've had a BF Goodrich commercial what? Uh, commercial TA, uh, I think. Okay, so are you put? I mean, what tires are blowing up? Let's just talk about the tires that are blowing up. What brand are they? Um, I blew a Michelin up uh, three years ago. The XL TMS. Okay. And then the BF Goodrich commercial TA. Uh, okay. Have, are you hauling anything? Um, when I blew the Michelin up, I wasn't. I occasionally tow a trailer, but. Okay. What uh, kind of trailer? Uh, bumper pull, about 5,000 pounds at the most. How many axles are on it? Two axles. Okay. What's well, more than 5,000 pounds? But but what do you put? What's in the trailer? Um, a 1984 Oldsmobile 98. Oh, uh, okay. Car. Okay. All right. It, it's it's so hard to tell. Um, I, I do lots of tire expert, uh, but I'm not in the construction part of the tire. I'm in the wear and alignment and care and and stuff like that. I, I can tell you that. I, and I can speak for all the tire experts that I really respect and I work with and for. And I can tell you that blowouts are, are typically an underinflation, an overheated tire, or an overloaded tire. Um, I, what kind of inflation are you putting in the tires, and what does the door sticker say? I'm putting 80 PSI in them, and the door sticker says 80, so loader ain't deep tire. Okay. All right. Okay. Have you ever... Run it across to scale with your car on the trailer? Yeah. I, and, uh, cat certified scale. Okay. And what kind of rear axle weight did you have on it? Um, I think I like 3,800 pounds. Now, that, that, that just can't be. You know, it just can't be. Those E-rated tires are probably 3,000-pound tires, so you got 6,000 pounds underneath an axle that, that is only weighing 3,800 pounds. That 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 doesn't the numbers just don't jive. 
Um, and then you have a trailer that's a bumper pull, and you've got a, a the car has to weigh 3,500 pounds. The trailer probably has a gross combined weight of trailer and load of probably six or seven thousand pounds. So you've got some portion of that on the rear axle. So 3,800 pounds is it, it might that might be the truck empty, but is are you sure that that's the truck with the trailer and the car on it? Well, that's just the rear axle weight. Um, okay. Yeah, I got. All right, I can't, I can't, I can't help you because uh, what you, you know, the information you're giving me and the data you're giving me is, is that there's, I would bet that there'd be no way that you're going to blow an E-rated Michelin or an E-rated BF Goodrich. I don't like the BF Goodrich TA. I don't sell the BF Goodrich TA, and that's just a personal decision I get to make. Um, but Michelin is a good quality tire, and I, can, I don't understand why you're having that problem. Is the wear pattern of the tire before it blows, is it nice and square and all the way across the tire like the left rear is? Yes, and the, um, I only had, on these DF Goodrich tires, I only had 6,000 miles on them. Okay. You know, I, I don't know. That tire is capable of 75 miles an hour sustained. Um, unless unless that whole car is on the front axle, I mean, I'm still having a tough time with the 3,800 pound rear axle with the truck, you know, with it, what we call gross combined weight. Gross combined is truck and load, trailer and load, and you're saying you're on a scale and we're just wearing the rear axle and you're at 3,800 pounds. I got 6,000 pounds of tires underneath that 3,800 pounds. I got 4,000 pounds of tires underneath there. So, and you're running them at maximum inflation because 80 is the max on your tire, your E-rated tire. So yeah. you're telling me that you got maximum inflation. You're telling me you've got you're underloaded, and you're telling me you're blowing up tires on the right rear, and I don't have an answer for you. I mean, I oh, I'm okay. you, you stumped me, but but I can tell you that well, I don't know that if the exhaust runs kind of close to that tire that dumped out right there. I don't know if that was heating the tire up, and I need to modify the vehicle or. Right, what do you got underneath the hood? A V10 or a diesel? Uh, 460 gas motor. Okay, I, 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 if that's the case, that's the first time I've ever seen or heard that in all my life, and I'm, I'm, I, and I've been around okay. a long time. So yeah, yeah I, I can't imagine that. I'll tell you what, do this. Temperature could be the problem. What you need to do, maybe you have a wheel that's leaking air. Maybe you have that right rear wheel is bad. Maybe the tire is loses its inflation over some period of time, and then it overheats and then it blows up. But if you kept track of your tire, you would know that that had a slow leak in it, and you would address that. So that's the only thing I can think of. But if you figure it out, would you just let me know so I can learn with you? Okay. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Jeremy, anybody else? Okay, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Real quick, i got a couple of emails here that I can read to you um, with respect to People that uh, you know had some had some issues with uh, uh, cars and stuff like that. We had a uh, I'm going to go to one here. A gentleman writes in that he has a boat motor and he says that um, I had an engine miss on this 4.3 liter. It's a little V6 Mercruiser boat motor. It has 15 hours on it, but the number four cylinder lost compression and the spark plug had damage. I think something came loose and went through the cylinder. Um, no overheating or loss of oil pressure. My initial fear is a bent or broken valve. I just want a good machine shop to fix the head. I pulled the cover and the valve adjustment was good. Everything was moving up and down. It runs, you know, decent on five cylinders instead of six. The engine's three years old. There's no warranty. So, Mark, guide me. 
what should I do? Um, you know, what, what machine shop should I use? My answer is if the spark plug was damaged, the piston will most likely be damaged as well. And what really needs to happen is we need to drop a camera into that spark plug hole and look around inside there because this may not be, quote, pop the head, fix the head, and put it back on. There's a good chance that we have other damage in that cylinder. So popping the head off and fixing it isn't going to be the end result. If you have to pull the head on it, and you do, and you find piston damage, then you have to pull the motor out of the boat so that we can pull the piston out of the top, get the oil pan off of it, and uh, and put a new piston and a new rod in it. Um, you could have had a valve seat come apart and damaged inside, but but let me tell you, the the path of something outside the engine getting in through the air filter, in through the throttle blades, through the intake valve destroying that cylinder and then out the exhaust valve and out the tailpipe. The chances of that happening are about zero, zero, zero. Anytime that you have damage within the cylinder, then it's almost always because the valve came apart or the seat came apart or the spark plug came apart or the piston came apart. Something happened there because what you've got is a room that's closed off, a room that's completely closed off, and you've got somebody that has snuck in there and 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 all all the doors in the room are locked and you got somebody that snuck in there and damaged something and got out and they didn't leave any evidence and 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 in the real world that just doesn't happen so whatever gets into your engine has to come through the air filter and and frankly there's nothing really big that's going to cause damage uh, coming through your air filter so anyway, I, I, I shared that with him, and I said, I have no idea what is damage. I just want you to know you might be looking at something bigger than you think it is. Somebody will tell you that you might have to use a marine block, and some will say that you can use a General Motors 4.3 liter long block. If you have to do major engine work, listen to both sides and price and shop both engines, both the marine version of that 4.3 and the car and truck version of the 4.3. Then I said, if you need a machine shop, call Jeff, my parts manager, and he will give you the name and phone number of the machine shop that we use, and we're very happy with them. I just don't have that information with me right now. So anyway, we've got open lines available. All the lines are open, so if you'd like to join us, you can, 602-508-0960. Rick, I can get your question real quick, so let's do that. Rick, ask me your question, and then I'll get your answer on the other side. Okay, great. Thanks. I have a 2005 Ford Escape I just bought for one of my kids, and it seems to run real fine, except for, like, they put up the Flagstaff the other weekend, and heading up some of the hills, the, it, it would tend not to accelerate as fast. You know, you'd be going to 65, and then it would not want to accelerate. It would go down to maybe 50, 55, even with the pedal all the way floored, and then it might speed back up again. But I can't get it to, uh, I, I can't get it to do the same thing for They've okay. All right. That. All right. Good. So when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the possibilities that you can do to maybe fix this problem. So we're going to talk about the catalytic converter. We're going to talk about the fuel filter. We're going to talk about the air filter. We're going to talk about some of those things that can cause the problem. And what I hear you saying is, is from Phoenix to Flagstaff, we ran out of power on some of the hills, and it was an unusual loss of power where I couldn't, you know get the car to bark up a gear and go. So that's an important consideration. So we'll do that. And then there's somebody else on the line, but we've got three lines available still, 602 My name is Mark Salem. We'll be right back right after this. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.